What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Prakaran Sankhya 199 mein aapka swagat hai. Welcome to episode number 199. and as you can see i'm running out of languages to use in these intros but i hope that google translate just adds some more otherwise it's going to be an issue uh but anyway make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at because otherwise you're going to feel sleepy because i can speak a little bit slower than you know some people prefer 1.5x 2x whichever you prefer uh but yeah so let's get started now So Mumbai faced the cyclone today and looks like the market took inspiration and also felt that it needed to go wildly so we're looking at nifty 10061.55 up 82.45 points uh the exchange wide snapshot is just crazy and it it helps us understand just how much strength is required to sustain at levels you know beyond such an important psychological level in fact i would call it a milestone of sorts uh because we're looking at fi's buying to the tune of almost 7 and a half thousand crore and i think that's that that just might be the highest number i've ever seen on this list uh you know on this on this segment so it's pretty crazy fi's were just nuts and uh, we'll speak about that you know its impact on the charts in a bit when we come to the indices segment uh di's buying stands at 445 crore sorry 441.05 crore which is still pretty strong uh ad ratio at 2.19 not as good as yesterday's uh but i think yesterday's was more of an anomaly these these you know that strong of an ad ratio is not that sustainable and uh, broad market indices they are they are fairly fine you know not as positive but that's mainly because the market fell like 130 140 points at least from the high that it made today so considering that considering that uh, many other stocks did perform similarly i'm assuming that these indices are not really showing their true potential and uh, as far as sectoral indices are concerned Nifty Bank was very strong. Nifty PSU Bank even stronger. I think there were a few news uh, news items related to banks. One of them was that uh, a lot of public sector banks would be privatized soon. There there is a no there is a whole list of them uh floating on the internet. So you can check it out. Uh but th- that is one news item which might have, you know, led to such a strong increase. Now Nifty Bank is well above 20,000 it's almost just 60 points under 21,000 and that's honestly crazy it's uh, it's very wild to see how how steeply Nifty has recovered and you know the market in general has recovered my personal opinion on this is that i think that we might just be expecting uh, or rather we should be expecting a mild correction soon uh, when i say mild i'm talking about a not not like a 100 point correction i'm talking about a significant yet mild correction and the reason for that is you know right now the the entire market is sort of piggybacking on the news that the economy has opened up and then stimulus packages have been announced and in general that recovery 
is uh, you know happening and as a result it's around 2500 points below its low now when you consider that you know some of these companies will have uh, long lasting financial implications of this lockdown and of coronavirus i think that these kind of levels for nifty become slightly not justified in my opinion again i'm no market expert i'm no uh, corporate ceo who who knows a lot about how how this can impact i'm just you know uh, an average joe trying to reason with what is happening so my personal opinion is that i feel that these levels are not that sustainable and we saw that it requires 7500000 crore on the fis and you know a combined of nearly 8000 crore worth of buying for these mark uh, for these levels to be sustained even if that's by 60 points so i feel that it's it's you know it's it's kind of i i i fail to understand uh, why we're seeing such levels but anyway Uh, the market is going to move the way it wants to move there really isn't a lot we can do about that idea tata motors two of my favorite uh, cheap stocks as i like to call them are doing fairly well idea is up 5% at 8.1 rupees per share tata motors is at 98.5 it was trading above 100 rupees uh, for a huge chunk of the day it looks like it has fallen down from there which is understandable it's an important psychological level a lot of people might have orders placed around there or might be willing to buy below 100 just for the heck of it now coming to the 52 week highs we can see a lot of stocks on this list britannia is here as well britannia had their results yesterday a very strong result uh, by britannia i'm assuming it's all of those people hoarding biscuits and other fmcg items and such so that's good to see and we are seeing a few other well known stocks also on this list like adani green arti drugs oro pharma oro pharma i think they have their results today yeah they they have their results today if i remember correctly so that uh 52 week lows not a lot just two and one of them is above 20 rupees below 20 rupees i tend to ignore iifl finance limited is the one so they've made their 52 week low which is kind of sad but that's just how this world works unfortunately for them uh talking about bulk deals no new bulk deals visible on uh nse's website and no new shorts either so i was actually looking at uh you know how these guys come to this short selling figure and why it's so delayed unfortunately i could not find anything there's no real methodology that nse has made readily available on why these shorts are reported like this um so I, i don't know what to make of that i think i'll have to find someone who works at nse or reach out to them directly and then ask them that's something that i'm going to do uh, hopefully tonight so hopefully you'll have the answer to that question by the week end now uh today there was a cabinet meeting i think there is one uh, at 7 pm also but there there were a few updates being shared a lot of farmer uh, and agriculture side uh, positive announcements being made and such so that's a good thing now uh, you know overall just looking at all of these broad pieces of news it looks pretty decent i think that uh, you know slowly and steadily despite all the negative issues like the you know uh cyclone and like the entire global crisis which is happening and what's happening in the US and such 
these uh, companies and just the kind of business slash finance news that we typically see has been looking positive so uh, if the market our own if the markets are only going to sort of uh, you know try to understand and try to infer from these finance and business news pieces then it's going to be a good a likely good uh, few days global markets are looking all right there are a few good strong asian markets and uh, european markets are also very strong right now dax is especially strong nasdaq is not that strong but it's yet to open today on june 3rd so let's see how that goes sgx nifty right now is just five points down so uh, let's see what happens now we'll come to my uh, take on you know nifty and such in the indices segment but before that we need to talk about crude wti is at 36.35 dollars per barrel down one and a quarter percent brent crude brent crude is at 39.02 dollars per barrel down 1.42 percent and uh, brent is nearing that 40 dollar per barrel mark which is good to see USD INR is at 75.44 looks like it has taken that you know good strong support at the level and now it's up so that and uh, because today i have a mini session of sorts on crypto i did analyze crypto as well and i i made a bunch of charts and such if you guys want to you know look at them let me know i'll post otherwise i don't think it makes a lot of sense because rarely anyone if anyone trades in crypto at least here in india uh, but crypto right now just for your general information bitcoin is approaching a very very important resistance if that resistance is uh, you know to be breached then it should be good for around 25 to 30 percent and you know before its next major resistance I compared Bitcoin to Ethereum which is another leading cryptocurrency and Bitcoin seems to be far stronger than that. So I just thought I'd mention it because I've already done the analysis. And yeah, now let's move on to the indices. Okay, so uh, I'll once again combine my trades and indices uh, segment together because I think it makes a lot of sense when I take these trades and you know because I can walk you through the indices and uh, what you can do when you see certain things. So my trade for the day was mostly on the put side once again for the third time in a row. Third time's the charm, right? Uh, well, it turns out not really because while I did make a very reasonable profit, I I think it's it's very modest i mean it's 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 decent it's not bad it's not good uh, i could have done much more and because i i got a bit greedy i tried to do that much more i ended up losing that profit as well so i ended up with a minor teeny weeny loss but that's fine and i'll tell you why so uh looking at the indices right now and you'll have to understand why uh by you know knowing more about nifty nifty three minute chart is what i used 13 moving average with nifty someone's shouting outside wow someone's really shouting outside okay so nifty three minute chart 13 moving average and uh, i i mainly try to just look at how nifty is moving and the kind of direction we're seeing and uh, you know the trend now the first two times or so i was able to catch the right bus and i was able to exit at the right time because we saw nifty going down initially then up initially steadily and then it retraced for a bit. So the first retracement of Nifty when it attempted to fill the gap 
you know partially uh, was the one where I made most of my gains for the day and uh, the second retracement is where I made a very minor scalp kind of a gain uh, so that was good now this coming to the third trade of the day and that this is where things get interesting I was enjoying a reasonable profit I think it must have been around 15% or so uh, on the capital that I had deployed and at least 15% if not more so I was all in all reasonably well placed but I thought that you know I have a profit cushion and my main aim at this point is to just get additional confidence and to have that uh, you know have the habit to trade not just take one trade and leave and actually scale my profits so because of that I entered into another put position because the market was showing good signs of being negative uh, so despite all the indecisive candles I managed to find a candle which looked good and I managed to wait for a few candles so that the trend was established and then boom market goes up and it shoots up it just does not it does not just go up it shoots up so my option value obviously fell by quite a lot and as a result I had to exit where my my you know breaking point was and that was at my break even point so uh, I exited I exited that and I was considering re-entry after the option fell around a further 17 points or so uh, but I felt that you know now that I'm at break even or around break even I was, I was slightly more in the red because of the extremely fast movements and the extremely fast uh, devaluation or depreciation in the option price slightly away from the um, break even so I was thinking that you know I've already made a profitable day a green day red and while this does show good potential it was kind of a contrarian trade the kind of trades that, I, that you know gave me really bad losses uh, the last week and a few days before so I was slightly hesitant to take them and uh, that's why I, that's why I passed on them now uh, you should have seen my face when right after right, like two three minutes after I was about to take that trade and I passed on it nifty fell extremely sharply and we're talking about nifty after making its high for the day um, at what 10,175 from there it fell extremely sharply well 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 below its open and well below its low so it created a new low and just bad things in general happened and uh, as a result I I could have made like three three times four times of what my original profit was but in the end I ended up in minor red so it's not really a bad thing like sure it's it's I'm not too you know thrilled about having a loss uh, today I think for the third time in a row uh, but at the same time I'm honestly extremely happy of how I traded and the reason is normally what used to happen is that my trades were too emotional I was not very disciplined with my trades and I did not have that you know very sound uh, exit plan and entry plan and such I was I had one but it was very loose and I was just not that uh, into it if that makes sense I don't mean into trading I just mean into the trade but this time all the trades that I took were thankfully very you know had had a very sound logic behind them and all of them were in the right direction just my timing was off which is another issue that I face 
so yeah overall uh, for me personally as a learning experience great day for me personally on a pnl point of view not the best days but far better than uh, the past few days and for my trades in general had they were per- if they were perfectly executed then i would have been a massive good strong winner today with that uh, let's move to the daily chart of nifty and scaling appears to be a massive issue for trading view today also by the way my uh, my chart provider and my trading platform decided to ditch me so i was not able to look at the charts so i was purely using zero da charts that was also a good experience anyway uh, that filler comment aside i have the chart ready in front of me and it looks like a bearish candle uh, we can see that the wick on top is much larger than the wick on the bottom which means that at higher levels it is facing resistances which is bad and this is despite the fact that intraday you could see the buyers just gobbling up uh, nifty and you know the underlying stocks at higher levels also this is despite that which which does mean that an immense buying pressure is required just absolute unheard of kind of immense buying pressure might be required if it wants to go further and uh, if it does go further then i'm looking at 10340 or so being the absolute limit and uh, quite honestly it would be more around today's high if you ask me or 10200 10250 but the absolute limit that i'm seeing is 10340 here 10350 approximately that level because that is where it will fill in the gap so that's going to be my absolute positive up- upside limit anything more than that it is possible i'm not saying it isn't possible but it'll just be re- ludicrous in my opinion on the lower side let me just try to navigate the charts we're looking at possibly 9980 or so which is one more very important level and uh, if that is breached then we're looking at 9860 now i have tweeted out a picture of um, you know my levels like my levels for nifty which i am personally using so you can check that out at markets with kr and uh, you'll find the tweet there and yeah that is nifty's daily chart i did not trade bank nifty today so i will have to look at it with a fresh mind now bank nifty intraday chart i haven't looked at it yet i'm assuming it's going to be very similar the overall range of the movement was very very strong in fact the range the high for the day was around 21600 which is just it's crazy right and um, you know it ended up making a terrible candle it's a shooting star right now so based on that based on the previous the last time where it made such a shooting star we are possibly looking at a good gap down opening once again that is if that shooting star is to be respected and yeah apart from that bank nifty looks slightly weaker than nifty on a daily time frame but overall it's you know it's it's going to move similarly uh, broadly speaking and up until now the recovery that it has made is is far more vertical than nifty which is which sort of works like you know on the one hand nifty is more bullish in that it's it's at a higher level and on the other bank nifty is also not bearish in the way that it's made a near vertical recovery so that is what we are looking at i don't have bank nifty levels on me but uh, just if i had to just look at it right now the very first level would obviously be today's high in fact that level was because of 30th april's candle you can look at the open close around that area the next level is going to be around 21973 
and the one after that around 22,396. Broader levels with this, you know, these are the only levels that I can think of right now because I'm looking at the charts. I haven't analyzed Bank Nifty because I'm not trading it. Uh, the next level that we should be looking at is 20,606 gap filling. And the one after that, if I can somehow manage to do it, 20,350. So those are some levels for Nifty and Bank Nifty. And uh, yeah, that was my trade. So moving on to the lesson. So one thing that I've always struggled with is re-entering positions and just being that, uh, you know, aggressive kind of a trader. Once I get a profit, I'm very hesitant. I'm very risk averse because a lot of times I've reversed positions as was the case today. And if you're just starting out, you know, if, if you haven't really been doing this for a while or if you're just starting out as in your three to four months in full time or just looking at the markets every single day or trading every single day, then I feel that it might be a good idea to try to, uh, you know, understand these things better where you try to re-enter positions and you try to squeeze in as much as you can, as many returns as you can and make sure that they are low risk trades. Of course, I, I don't want to advocate um, you know, high risk trades and I can't recommend them because I can't recommend anything in finance in general. I'm not SEBI registered. So just, just getting that out there. Uh, but make sure that you are not afraid. You do not have that fear of losing your profits because otherwise you will not be able to scale your profits well. You will not be able to use your profits to make even more profits. And at first, it might be weird. At first, it might be risky. At first, you might lose your profits. But then that is the best way to scale uh, you know, your trades. That's the best way to grow as a trader. If you don't take risks, if you don't do bold things like these, you will probably not be able to do as well. I'm not saying that you won't do good. I'm, I'm just saying that you might, you might not be able to kick things up a notch. And I'm saying this because this is something that I also need to tell myself, right? You know, as I said, I, I've been very risk averse once my profitable trade ends. And that's something I want to change. While it's important to take and enjoy profits, it's also important to take trades and learn because you have that profit cushion. So if your goals align, then make sure that you at least look into it. And if they don't, well, then your goals are your goals. So this is this is going to be my lesson for the day. And I hope you found this episode helpful and informative. I know this was a bit late, I think around 30 or so minutes late than usual. But the reason for that is I was on a call. Unfortunately, I could not upload it or record it any earlier. So yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you found this helpful and informative. See you in the next.